Hey, welcome to the D Word Podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you some of the things that I've experienced as a teenager growing into an adult and some of the things that shaped me into finding the ideal person to marry. Yes, I'm almost three years married. In April 15th will be three years that I'm married. But the journey to finding the right person never just start overnight. When I look back at the first person I dated, the person and I, we both were in a very immature state of our lives. We both had different expectations from a relationship. The idea is if you have expectations at the start of a relationship, and if that person doesn't see your point of view, you are never going to be happy with that person, no matter what you say. Do you remember a time when you used to fight with your partner? Your first relationship, your first fight, the first breakup, all these things you can never say was the first and the last. It was the first of many because all those fights, all those arguments shape and mold you as a person. My first relationship also never had a foundation. There was no foundation as to what is needed. There was a lot of pettiness. And even when my first relationship ended, I realized that, hey, I actually just didn't find somebody worthwhile. Or that's what my mind told me. Now, when I dated somebody new, I expected whatever I had from the first relationship to somehow be there, but not be there. I expected the person to treat me like the first person. And I also expected the person to obviously show a little bit more care than the other one, purely because I told them what happened in the previous relationship. Now, sometimes people are, are bad when they talk about their exes. No one talks about their exes in a good way. They always talk about their exes in a bad way. And I was one of those people where I spoke about my exes in a bad way. Hey, that person did this to me. This person did this to me. And the second person obviously took that information as ammunition and they used it in a fight. Now, based on my first to second relationship, I never learned my lesson. In my third one, I obviously tried to learn from my first two, but I still wasn't there. I still looked at mistakes from my relationships and I still looked and say, hey, what am I not getting here? But the mistakes I'm making are still constant. I'm having an expectation based on the failed relationships of my past, but they weren't making me a wiser person. They were actually making me more silly. And I started to basically shop rather than search for the ideal person. You could be sitting there saying, Dion, I understand exactly what you're saying. We all have this expectation of what we should want in a person. By the time I dated the next person, I already now was fine-tuned by saying to myself, hey, I know what I want. I know what I need. But how am I going to go about finding this? By this point, I already was in a very different space. And my expectation levels were very high. And when I say very high... I didn't date tons of people. I dated a few people, but obviously the few people that I did date, I learned from each one of them. But my biggest lesson was about to come my way. And when you date somebody who's totally different from everybody else you dated, and you ask yourself, hey, this person is going to be better purely because the others failed. If you think that's going to be the answer, you're going to be, you're going to be shocked when you get the, the final result.
I then dated somebody who was, well, who I thought was independent, who I thought was kind and caring. But obviously, as you start dating and getting to know somebody, you're starting to see the true essence of what that person is all about. Do they have a different view on life? Do they have a different religious view on life? Do they have a different view on how people should treat each other? And when that doesn't work out, you can't blame the fact that you failed again. You need to come to terms with the fact that every single person you date in life, if it does not work out, it doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that the person you are with was not compatible with you and both of you realized it. I never understand people who date people for years. They fight every single time over stupid things and they continue staying together. I never understood why you with that person because if you know it's never going to work, why try and fix something that's already broken where you can find something brand new and maintain the relationship the way it's supposed to be maintained with love and respect. When I met my now wife, I was single for quite some time, purely because I needed to recharge my mind on the mistakes I made, and I needed to fix my heart that I'm not going to carry the mistakes of my past into my current relationship. I know, especially in your 20s, it's very difficult to fix this, you know, and when you fix it, not only will you do yourself a favor, but when you go into a brand new relationship, the new person is going to see you for the person you are and not the person who's coming into this relationship talking about all the negative things their exes did. Nobody wants to hear somebody who you met for the first time talk about what your exes did. I had to learn that the hard way. And when I learned it, I decided to take a break, fix myself emotionally, mentally, and when I'm ready, then I would know. I did also make one adjustment. I tried not to have an expectation on what this relationship should have. If you dated people in the past who used you financially, physically, whichever way, you need to understand that you need to let go of that whole situation. You need to come to peace with the fact that that was your past. It's over. And now something new can come but it has to come with an open heart and an open mind. When I did that, I found a good friend, which became my best friend. My best friend became my girlfriend. And a year later, my girlfriend became my fiance. And a year later after that, my fiance became my wife. Now, how did that all happen for me? Well, it's very simple. I firstly respected the person that was in front of me. I didn't place an expectation as to what the person should give me and what I should give that person. We just lived life the way we lived. We respected each other as we are different people. We didn't tell each other what we needed to do or expect from each other on a daily basis. If we wanted to call each other, we'd call each other. If we wanted to hang out, we'd hang out. And if we want to spend time together, we'd do it. We did it mutually without even trying. This is the one mistake most people fail in today, where they have these wants, but it's not equal or mutual from both sides. If you're dating someone today that doesn't give you the mutual respect that you need and want in your relationship, you clearly need to do a stock take on your relationship. 
So when I met my girlfriend, who's now my wife, we loved the same things. We don't have a big age gap difference. We share the same things. We both don't like um, certain things. So we had lots of things in common. But I'm a loud mouth. She's more the passive one. And that worked out for us. We also didn't have materialistic intentions. This is something a lot of young people have a big issue with. I got to date somebody who has a lot of money. I got to date somebody who has a fancy car. I got to date somebody who's going to spoil me. There's nothing wrong with that. But if that is your priority, trust me, if you are dating somebody just for that, they can replace you just like that. So if you're a person today who says, I only date somebody who has money, then you just identified yourself as a gold digger because you're only dating somebody for material things. If you say, hey, I date somebody for security, that means you're not secure with who you are as a person because why are you placing your security of your life in someone else's hand? You only can say that if you are married to them, not when you're dating them. When you're dating somebody, nobody owes you anything. They just owe you their presence, their time, and that's it. But if you are placing physical expectations and you get hurt and burnt, the baggage from that will haunt you for a very long time. I've seen this. You go on social media now, most 20-somethings are negative about relationships. They're negative about that one person who hurt them and they can't get over that person. They need to let go of the hurt because that one person's hurt cannot be the reason why you cannot find somebody new who can make you forget about bad experiences you've had and make you embrace that good relationships are out there. You just need to find the compatible person with you. I have found my best friend to be my wife. We don't need anybody else. We share so many things together and we have communication. Yes, I'm very attracted to my wife physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, but the combination took time to get there. You can't just automatically say, I'm going to automatically be best friends with this person. It happens over time. It happens when you trust somebody. It happens when you share things with them. And it happens when you build a lot of things that create memories that last a lifetime. My wife and I, we love traveling. We love seeing different countries together. One of the elements that a lot of people never understand about us is we always tell people we will have kids when we are ready for it. People never understand the term when you're ready for it. They'll be like, no, when you get married, you're supposed to have kids. It's part of life. No, no, that's society. You are not responsible if you don't plan a kid. You're just winging it. You can't wing things like a kid in 2020. What kind of life are you going to give them if you're not financially ready? What kind of life are you going to give them if you are not emotionally ready to be responsible for another life? These are things people don't question. But I'm grateful my wife and I, we, we are in that level where we say, we don't think we are ready yet. When we are ready, we will plan one. But if we're not ready in the next few months or years, it's okay. We didn't get married to have kids. We got married because we love each other, we respect each other, we care about each other, and we both serve the same God. Yes, my Christian faith has helped us, but... I believe that if you are dating somebody in the same religion as, your, as yourself, 
It also eliminates a lot of problems. I never understand how people date somebody who's not in the same religion as them and they both split each other's religious sectors. If you're dating somebody, you've got to be sharing the same things in every way, not split half-half in certain things. It's like you can't buy a car and half the car doors will be a different color and the other side a different color. Wouldn't that look weird? That's how people look when you have a split religion in your relationship or in your marriage. When your child is born, what, what, what is that going to follow? Whatever the child decides, a child can't decide. You left to decide. So you are shaping your child based on the confusion that you two as a couple did not identify as a problem. So if you are in a relationship or in a marriage where you have two religions in, in your relationship and you're saying, hey, I don't know how to fix this. Let me trust me when I say this. You need to fix it because this is one thing that can make or break a marriage. Religions, especially when there's two of them in a marriage, they do catch up. And if your religious beliefs are running ahead of you, it will tell you so. You can't have two masters. You've got to choose one. So I'm not here to preach. I'm not a preacher. I'm, a, I'm just a, a guy who's talking on this podcast. But I'm sharing with you something that I've had from my past that also changed me today. I dated a lot of people that were not my religious faith. And that also was a problem. But when I met somebody that who was my religious faith, I already eliminated one issue that was a common problem. When I couldn't get along with somebody on basic places we wanted to hang out with, and when I found somebody that, that actually liked the same things, I found another tick in our box. So we had the religious tick. We had the common tick. When somebody didn't want to do extravagant things, another tick, because the person didn't want that. When a person who's independent says, Dion, I don't want you to drive and fetch me. I will meet you halfway. Another tick. Because the people I've had before were expecting me to fetch them, take them out. So when you find somebody that's totally different, you appreciate them because they are giving you something that you haven't told them, but you actually needed. You needed that experience to make you, make you realize that, hey, I'm finding something special here. The other things that I found with my wife is the fact that we want to travel and see the world. We've discovered that. None of my other partners I've dated, even when I was younger, ever talked about traveling. So yet again, we found another thing that's common that we both share. And we both have the same belief system on life. Now, you may say, Dion, that's, that's lucky. You're lucky. No, there's no luck in this. It's purpose. I waited for the right person. I didn't settle. If you are settling today with somebody because you're getting older, you're saying, I need to be with somebody rather than nobody, trust me, you'd rather be single and unhappy and be patient and wait for the right person to fill the right spaces in your heart. When that does happen, you will be happy, your relationship will be happy, and your journey for the rest of your life will be happy as well. It starts with having perspective on what is needed. Clear out your baggage from your past relationships. Clear out your expectation. Open your heart to somebody who's willing to be compatible with you by them just being themselves. That person is out there. I found it. And I'm sure you can find it too. Good luck on your relationship journey. Just never give up on finding your life partner. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Until next time.